Hey, this is Chad McGriff, and welcome to the Project We Thrive podcast, which is an extension of the Thrive Couple, where I lead a tribe of amazing couples like you, couples who love God and the good life. I help them develop an abundance consciousness and use it to build an abundant life. Today's episode is a good one, and it's full of good stuff, and I hope you guys will enjoy it. Today, I'm going to share with you my story, Erica and I's story, and how this Thrive Couple thing kind of came all about, what kind of led up to it. And, um, and that's not all. I'm also going to give you what I call the four points of Thrive Clarity that I think every couple should be aware of and should know. You must have these in order for you to kind of make this transition from this life of maybe struggling or not living on purpose and not doing things that fulfill you to really getting serious about creating a life that's fulfilling and abundant and prosperous. OK, so. Um, I'm going to go back a few years to give you kind of a recap of what has transpired in our life and what kind of put us on this journey of really desiring to live an abundant life and really wanting to help other couples do the same thing. Um, back in 2008, Erica was maybe about, I think maybe eight or nine months pregnant at the time we were expecting our second child. And, uh, she called me and told me that she and her entire department got laid off. And I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. This is around the time of the uh, what they call the Great Recession. And things just kind of started going downhill in the economy. And uh, everybody was kind of being impacted in some form or fashion. And it definitely hit our home directly. And so she told me that she was she was getting laid off. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Um you know, no problem. I still have my job and, and, you know, we can survive off of my income. So you just have the baby, stay home, chill. Don't worry about looking for another job. Well, little did I know that maybe about four months after that, I would be laid off as well. So here it is. Both of our incomes were completely wiped out. We were not financially savvy or intelligent uh, at that time, didn't have great financial literacy and understanding. So we didn't have any like backup plan. We were keeping a savings account, but it wasn't a lot of money in there. So um, after we lost our jobs and everything, things just kind of went downhill from there. And so here it is. We have a growing family. Uh, we just, both of us just got laid off. Our income is totally wiped out and we're trying to survive off our savings. Uh, that didn't last very long. And we end up losing our first home. Um, a car went into repossession and we had to move out. We, uh, moved to a nearby city and because the, the, <laughs> the rent was low, that was the reason why we moved. It was a beautiful place. Uh, but the, uh, and the rent was like maybe like three or $400 cheaper than what we were paying. Um, and so we, we definitely wanted to try to save money any way that we could. So that's what we did. We moved away and, um, during that time, it was extremely challenging. It was like, uh, <laughs> you know, trying to survive. We've never experienced this before. We were young. We got married when we were 20 and 21. So we were young and uh, didn't come from families that were wealthy or uh, very like prosperous and abundant families. So we didn't have like the education or the understanding of what it would take to survive on our own. The only way that we knew to earn money and make money was get a job. Okay. So, um, around this time after we lost everything, I was looking for income, but because everyone was kind of laying off and the economy was going bad, 
it, there was not anybody hiring in uh, the areas where I needed to uh, work in order for us to make a sustainable amount of income to take care of our family. So, man, it was just extremely challenging and extremely tough for us. Um, so moving to this new city and being away from family, it was kind of cool because we were near the beach. So it kind of gave us this experience of seeing a side of freedom. We were still kind of struck, but we were still struggling financially, but we still had this experience of getting like a taste of freedom. Like, so it was like, we could go down to the beach because it was just minutes away from where we lived and we had a great spot and it was really cool. And, um, spending time with the kids and watching them grow, you know, and being together as a family that had a huge impact on us. And I was like, man, what if we could like really just live like this? What would it take in order for us to make this our way of living? What would it take for us to have this type of lifestyle all the time? So I made a decision. I was like, okay, um, I, I did get a part-time job. I was working at uh, a clothing store in the mall, but that was just like paying for gas to get there and get back home really didn't help at all. So, um, but the taste of freedom and seeing that we could, man, I love going to the beach, like on a Tuesday morning, this was cool. <laughs> and, um, it was, it, it opened my awareness and my understanding of what was possible. And this drive just came alive in me to like, really figure out how we could make this way of living our way of living. And um, so I really kind of like made a decision that I was going to try and figure out exactly what we could do and how we what we needed to change and what we needed to learn uh, to take control of our life. Because I saw that me giving my control over to a corporation or giving my control, I'm not bashing jobs or anything like that. So don't take it that way. I'm just talking about me personally. So um me giving my my control over to a corporation didn't do us any good at the you know at the time it it put us in the, in the worst position of our lives and and it was very painful trying to uh recover from this i mean guys the struggle was extremely real i remember one time we had like we only had like five dollars to eat and <laughs> miraculously uh erica put together a meal for four people on five dollars and you know dealing with the pride thing you didn't want to hassle family for and maybe I should have asked people to help us out and we did ask people to help us out and a lot of people did help us Uh, but you know you didn't want to do that all the time so you did what you could with what you could and so um, I'm not saying these things or or just opening up and telling you these things just for any pity or anything like that. What I'm saying is there was a point where I think we were at our lowest of low and we didn't know what to do. So from that point, there was a turning point as as well. There was a decision that was made for us that we needed to learn how to take control of our life because basically we were out of control. We didn't have control over uh, taking care or supporting our, our life. All right. So that control was taken from us when or we gave that control over to a job and, and, and they let us go. So now it was back into our hands. And now we had to figure out and learn how to control our lifestyle again, how to uh, provide for ourselves again. So I wanted to do uh, whatever it would take in order to gain that control. I began to study. 
and uh, read books on, on entrepreneurship and, and uh, financial uh, management and financial personal finance and all that kind of stuff, I became extremely uh, fanatical about understanding this and really uh, I took like all the music off of my, my phone and, and iPod and all that kind of stuff and just just put audio teachings and uh, uh, self-help and development, all that stuff just like bombarded my life. And I was every moment of every day that I could, I was consuming information and my mindset began to shift. I began to see that man living differently was extremely possible, but now I just had to figure out what I needed to do in order for it to be possible for me. All right. And that's when I really made this decision to, uh, pursue understanding how to create an abundant life. And it was just all about me learning to do this because my family needed help. And, and I was in a position that I had to provide and take care of my family. So I needed to change me in order for me to be able to provide for them in the best way possible. But I didn't just want to do this together. Erica and I, we were married and we were a team. Now, the financial struggles did impact our relationship because we became tense and with each other and and, and we, we noticed that we would become more agitated with each other. And so it started to have a negative impact on our relationship. And so if you're if your communication and uh, the way that you deal with each other on a daily basis is being impacted because of the financial situation that takes on another life of its own. And now everything concerning your marriage becomes impacted. The way that you deal with the kids, it becomes impacted. And so we saw that it started to have a ripple effect. And I was, I knew then like, no, we get, we have to change things. And so, you know, things were bad, but we were becoming aware of the fact that we needed to change. And we started this process of changing. So the learning process uh, that took quite a bit of time for me because here it is. I'm, reading and I'm understanding or whatever. And, and it really came to a point through this, this, uh, learning and, and research that I realized that I began to understand how to live an abundant life and create abundance and take control of finances and all of that, but I wasn't doing it. So understanding and doing is two completely different things. And I really didn't understand. I was like, man, you know, I'm learning all this stuff, but why can't I really change my habits? Why can't I change my behavior? Why can't I control what I do? And why do I always feel like not doing the things or, or don't I, why don't I feel like doing the things that will help me uh, create the abundance in my life? And so what I found is that the part of me and you and everybody that controls your thinking and your understanding is completely different and separate from the part that controls your activity, your actions and your habits and all of that. And it was like, boom, ah, that was my big aha moment. I'm like, okay. So I understand the part of my mind that controls my thinking and my decision making. That's my conscious mind and my subconscious mind controls my behavior and my activity and my habits and all of that. So what I needed to do was learn how to control these two parts of my mind so that I could not only think the right thing and change my mindset, but also do the activities that were, were going to uh, create the results of abundance in my life. That's where this journey of understanding that 
the developing a a consciousness of abundance and wealth was extremely important for anybody who wanted to uh, improve the financial conditions of their life. Because if you don't change your mindset, then you can't change what you do. You can't change your activity. You can't change your habits and everything. Your habits are direct result of what you believe and what you think on a consistent basis, your predominant thoughts and your predominant beliefs and everything. You're going to do what you believe. If you don't believe something, you won't do it. And so what I realized is that at the core of me, at my core beliefs, I did not believe that I could create prosperity. Even though I understood that it was possible, I did not believe that it was possible for me. I didn't believe at the core of me that it was possible for us. So that's that was the awakening. All right. So what happened as a result of continuously studying and guys, I mean, I've been studying this stuff for over a decade now and 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 it's it's really changed my life. And I know that I'll never stop studying this. Uh, So (laughs) um, I know it's because it's something that I'm extremely passionate about and just sitting, sitting down, talking to couples and helping them see uh, what we begin to see is just like that's. That 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 gets me me going, and that and that's uh, um, what I'm passionate about, and I know that's my purpose, and so that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's what Thrive Couple is all about. It's about me sharing everything that I've learned, the experiences that we've had, and all of that good stuff with you guys, the good and the bad, and and learning from our mistakes and from our successes, and whatever we can do to contribute to your success. That's what we're here to do. That's that's what my mission is. And so there are four things that I definitely want you to take away from uh, today's episode, this podcast. They, they are the four, what I call the four points of Thrive Clarity. These are these aha moments. So these just awakening moments that, that we had. So number one, the first one is this. We realized that we needed to transform our minds about how we thought about money and living in financial abundance. You know how notice how I just said uh, a while uh, a few minutes ago that our beliefs at the core of who we were, our core beliefs did not believe we we did not believe that we could have an abundant lifestyle. We did not believe that financial success was possible. I mean, was that we could produce it. I'll say it that way. We believed that it was possible, and so you pretty much have two belief systems. You have a belief system on a conscious level, then you have a belief system on a subconscious level. Now, the conscious is like, okay, I believe that abundance is possible. Yeah, I believe that, you know, somebody can achieve an abundant life and they can have prosperity and have financial peace and all of that. But I don't believe that it's possible for me. All right. So now that's two conflicting beliefs. So we had to change our minds, transform our minds and believe that it was possible for us. Most people have a negative perspective and relationship with money. So they, and, and, and they still desire it. So what this does is this creates like a conflict in us. It creates a conflict in our thinking. And so because of that conflict in our thinking, it creates a conflict in our actions. So when you want to do the things that's going to create abundance in your life, because you don't believe that it's possible, you'll find yourself not doing those things. All right. So you have to transform your mind and believe that financial peace and financial abundance is available for you and not only available, but it's possible for you guys to experience. So you have to see yourself 
as receiving abundance. Like you can have it. You can experience this type of life. All right. I'm, I know I'm getting hype and excited. I always do this because this is just something that I'm passionate about, guys. <laughs> so um, the second thing, second thing that you, you have to understand is this. We need it to. This is something that we realize. And I want you guys to understand this, too. We need it to totally commit ourselves to living financially rich and abundant lives that honor God. All right. Our spiritual relationship with God for us is completely uh, like paramount. It's it's over everything. All right. And, and we didn't want to become greedy or self-centered in this pursuit of creating a, a prosperous and abundant life. We knew that we needed to take control. We knew that, knew that things needed to uh, change, but we did not want to become greedy and self-centered. All right. So we found we searched the scriptures. We looked at the word of God. We studied and saw that that the promises of God to believers were an abundant life. There were, it was prosperity. We found scriptures and principles all throughout the Bible that completely agreed with us living an abundant life. And that completely changed our mindsets, mindsets because we were taught that, you know, it was wrong for, for anyone to desire to have abundance in life. But it's, it's wrong when you have the wrong motive and the wrong perception or perspective about having abundance and if you have the wrong intentions for abundance then yeah it's it's wrong you need to change that money is a free moral agent it doesn't have the common sense to choose to be good or bad who gives it that uh, uh uh that label of being good or bad people do we give it the label so that's why the scriptures didn't say that money was the root of all evil. It says that the love and that is, is, and when you study it out, it's a, a an insatiable uh, desire for it, a, a desire that cannot be satisfied at all. It's a greedy mentality. It's a stingy mentality. Someone that doesn't like to give that love and that lust and that desire for it. That is the root of all evil, not money itself. It's the love. It's the person who chooses to see it in a negative perspective. That person who loves it and, and allows it to control their life instead of using it as a tool. That that type of love is the root of all evil. So let's let's make sure that we understand things and have a proper perspective and understanding of what, you know, God wants for our life. He wants you to prosper. He does not want you to struggle. How many of you want your children to struggle? You say, you know, son, you know, don't go in there and, and ask for a promotion. Just try and get the lowest paying job that you could possibly get. And, and you know, make sure that you and your, your family struggle and make sure that you guys, you know, just can't just barely have enough money to afford living uh, a moderate life. No, that's not what you would want for your children. That's not the advice that you would give them. You would push them to be great. You would push them to achieve greatness in life. You would tell them to go out after the best job with the best company that they possibly can, can get. You would tell them to start the business and serve as many people as you can. Why? Because you want the best for your children. How much more do you believe that God wants for you? All right. So we had to totally commit ourselves to this. We had to totally commit ourselves to living a financially rich and abundant life that honored God. What did this mean? We, we did not want to live a greedy or selfish abundant life, but we wanted to live a generous and a, 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 a honorable uh, abundant life. And we don't try to push and force anyone 
to live in abundance. That's not my thing. We believe that prosperity is not selfish or self-centered, but it's a result of actively serving others through business or employment. So you're actively serving somebody. You're doing a service or a good deed for someone. And, and essentially, the person is telling you, hey, because you did this for me, here is some money because I love what you did. Uh, I have a, 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 a person who does uh, lawn care for us here at the house. I don't want to go out and, and push the lawnmower. I could. And I'm not saying that I'm a lazy guy. I get out there and I work. But. Because I know that my time is limited and that's something that he's dedicated his life to doing uh, uh, that service and care. I would rather pay him to mow the lawn for me and he benefit from me giving him this money than for me to go out there and do it myself because that is his expertise. That is his area of service. And so because he's offering it to me, I'm going to take advantage of that service and give him the money for the service that he provides to me. And as Thrive Couples, that's what we're designed to do. We're we're in a position to be able to give out of service and freely and willingly receive compensation for that. So you should feel great about serving people and receiving money in return. There's no problem with that. All right. It's just when we allow the money to take control of us. And what's the easiest way for you to know that money takes control of you when you don't want to give it away? That's the way that you know. All right. So if it's hard for you to give money away, then you need you need to realign and re reprioritize money in your life and make it a tool. Tools are used to produce a result. OK, so that's the thing that we did. We committed ourselves. That was number two, committed ourselves to living a financially rich and abundant life. Number three, we needed to engage in new activities that will allow us to ethically and honorably create financial prosperity for our life. Now, I say these words and I, you, I put words in, in <laughs> into uh, these episodes for a particular reason, because I want us to have a, a specific understanding and view of what we're doing. So that's why I say ethically and honorably. So you don't create prosperity by uh, being a thief or being a con artist or something like that. You you ethically and honorably serve other people and receive funds and compensation for what you do and what you offer. Okay. So that's what I'm saying by ethically and, and honorably. So we, we had to operate in principles of creating abundance. And after us researching and studying, we found that entrepreneurship was the easiest way. It was, it was the uh, best starting place for us to kind of get the ball rolling. So essentially for you guys, Find a simple way to serve people, something that you're good at, something that you know, something that you can take and and, and transition. And if you have any problems with doing this or if you feel like, well, Chad, I'm, I'm clueless about what we can do, I, I, I encourage you to go get the uh, Couple Collab course that's on the website, the thrivecouple.com. Download that course because I take you through a part. I call it the uh, the uh, mind and grind part. And, and it's taking you through a process, a process of identifying and seeing exactly what you can offer to people. So find a simple way to offer service or value to somebody and put a price on it. And, and from that, you'll begin to operate in this position of being in control of creating your financial abundance and not 
having to wait on someone to pay you a, a check every two weeks in order to do that. You can put yourself in a position of control and say, hey, well, I want to serve 10 people this week. Let me find 10 clients that I can give value to. All right. So that's engaging in a new activity. So financial, um, I'm sorry, entrepreneurship was our starting place for doing that. All right. And, I, and, and that's number three, engage in new activities that will allow you to ethically and honorably create financial prosperity for your life. All right. Last thing, number four, we needed to learn how to handle money in a prosperous way. We had to learn how to become awesome stewards or trustees or managers of money. We had to change from seeing ourselves as money consumers and users and start seeing ourselves as money managers and advisors. So this was completely, a completely different point of view for us because we we're always just used to using money for life or whatever. But then we, when it came in and, and touched our hands, we said, OK, now we have to think now instead of just using it, we have to think about what will be the most effective way to use this money. And so should we save some here? Should we pay this instead of paying that? And so we became uh, real meticulous about how we use money and, and how we uh, managed it. So it was it was just from going from a mindset of using to a mindset of management. All right. We changed our perspective to seeing that it was our responsibility to not mismanage and mishandle money. All right, because this was a tool that's designed to help and contribute to our life. So we wanted to make sure that we were not mishandling it and just allowing it to just run through our fingers without any positive benefit on our life. So that was the thing that we needed to do. We needed to learn how to handle money in a prosperous way. And that was number four. So just to recap, just to recap, we needed to, number one, transform our minds. That's the first point. Of thrive clearly transform your minds about how you thought or think about living a financially abundant life number two totally commit yourselves to living a financially rich and abundant life that honors god all right number three engage in new activities that will allow you to ethically and honorably create financial prosperity for your life and number four learn how to handle money in a prosperous way Learn how to handle money in a prosperous way. As a result of these years and years of study and trial and error and the struggling and all of that kind of stuff, as a result of learning uh, that we should live an abundant life, we became really fanatical about sharing this with other people and sharing this with other couples. And I saw the impact that it had on our family and how we shifted our mindset and our thinking and how opportunity just began to open up for us and, and how uh, we just had a passion for helping other people and finding different ways to serve and, and start businesses and, and different things like that. We became more spiritual. I feel closer spiritually than I ever have before. We became more generous. We give more than we ever have before. <laughs> and, and, and we became more financially successful than ever before. So, I mean, there was one point and I had never done this on my own before. I, I remember my, my first $4,000 month and it just blew my mind because I was just excited about, man, I made $4,000 on my own from this graphic, just making some website. And I didn't go to school for that, guys. I did not go to school to learn how to build websites or do graphic design. But the, people are paying me money to design 
uh, their stuff. Why? Because I made a decision that this was a service that I wanted to offer other people. And so that's what I did. I offered the people the service. And here it is. I'm working for different cities and working for national recording artists and different things like that and designing these these websites and doing graphics or whatever. And it just totally blew my mind. And so it is possible for anybody to do it. If I can do it, man, you guys can do it. And it's not that I don't I have a low view of myself, but I know how challenging it is for me being me, you know, and how how the beliefs operate in my mind and how doubt and all of that happens in me. I know that internally. So I know for me to overcome my self-doubt and overcome fear and overcome rejection and all of that kind of stuff for me to overcome it and actually produce success in life, even if it's just $4,000 a month, man, it, it just blew my mind. I knew that it was possible. And so from there, you can take this and you can grow and you can just go to another level and just keep pushing forward. So hopefully, guys, hopefully I've said at least one thing in this episode that connected with you that made you just believe that success and abundance is possible for you and has really kind of encouraged you and motivated you to want to take action. So if you have received anything good from this episode, please make sure that you reach out and send me a comment, connect with me on social media. Uh, Just search at uh, Thrive Couple. Um, We're uh, on Instagram at Thrive Couple and on Facebook at Thrive Couple. And please, guys, make sure you go join the Thrive Tribe. That's our private Facebook group on um, on Facebook. (laughs) You just search Thrive Tribe on Facebook and uh, join the community. I'll make sure that I link you guys in. And I just want to build a community of like-minded people who are on the same path. And we can help support each other on this journey. Also, if you have not downloaded the Couple Collab course, go to the thrivecouple.com and download that course it's a free course that's just designed to help you guys get the ball rolling just get you uh get your minds together and collaborating together to build start building an abundant life all right so if you guys enjoyed this episode please share it and um make sure you comment and like on the episode and on the blog post on the website on social media or something just connect with me say hello i would love to meet you guys and know who you are and i want to know who's listening and receiving anything good uh, from these episodes until next time this is chad and this has been project we thrive podcast i love you guys with a passion and um until next time i will check you later bye